The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. It's nine minutes after eight. Now, this morning, it is a Friday, and usually on a Friday, we go slightly lighter. And I'm not sure how light this is for people who might be dealing with it or you have a partner going through this. Because we candidly bandied the phrase midlife crisis in our lives. But is there really such a thing? Is there a psychological truth to this phenomenon that is supposed to be a midlife crisis. Now, um, a psychologist, Elliot Jacques, says um, he termed the, 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 coined the term midlife crisis in 1965, and it was referring to a point in an adult's life when they realize or when they acknowledge that their mortality, um, you know, is now facing them, and 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 they take stock of their lives and um, the time they may have left on this earth. Now, there's something that I don't want to think about. But this usually occurs at the age of 40 or older when one tries to make adjustments to one's life. And some psychologists have observed that at least a third of men in their 40s and 50s fork out cash on new sports cars. Um, Some women make physical changes by getting plastic surgery or Botox. And there's no end to telling what people will do at this stage of their life. So this morning we are asking, is a midlife crisis a real phenomenon? Is it a real psychological truth? Or is it just an excuse that we put out to justify our urges and actions? And helping us to navigate through this this morning, Neo Pule, who is a counseling psychologist and executive member of the uh, Psychological Society of South Africa. Thanks for coming through. Thank you very much for having me. And the lines are open. 0891-104-208. Tell us, um, did you have a midlife crisis? Did you recognize that you were having one? Or are you one of those people who do not believe? Maybe you're a partner or a spouse to someone who has gone through a midlife crisis. Mm. Or maybe you're dealing with something now and you just cannot place it. Your partner's acting out of character. They are doing things. They are going places. They are dressing in a manner that you just do not recognize. Who knows? They might be going through a midlife crisis. Um, So give us a call and tell us what your experience is. Uh, Dr. Um, um, Neo, um, firstly, let's start off by looking for the truth. Is there a definition for a midlife crisis? Is there a psychological truth that is a midlife crisis? Well, research that's um, come out um, in literature um, in December 2015 um, argues that um, we have not really agreed um, whether, I mean, in psychology, whether there is such. Um, I guess um, the the fear of, you know, I've got too many years still to live or still to work um, and I've lost out on that, you know, adolescence and young adulthood life where, where I was fresh and now I've got all these responsibilities. I'm a CEO at work or I'm a senior manager at work and my children are in varsity and they're about to get married and all of that can be so um, challenging um, that you know it can be stressed from all kinds of directions that one can can become overwhelmed. Um, so, is there psychological truth? I guess we're still debating it. But does everybody go through a midlife crisis, um, or are, is it only certain people who are perhaps more predisposed to going through it? Mm. Again, research that's um, recent um, says that um, midlife crisis as something that we can say you know we can. 
isolate in, in one's condition only happens to about 10 to 20% um, of people. Um, and this is, again, um, in an under-researched area. Um, and the research that I'm talking about is not South African research. Um, so, you know, I guess, you know, we, we'll need to do some more work. But I, what I would want to stress is that the, the midlife time is a time of transition. Um, and maybe we focus on it so much because um, there are so many aspects of change that's going on. As I say, you know, it can be it can be happening in the work, it can be happening at, at, at in the family. You lose a parent, your children are moving out, and you've been married for you know a, quite a bit of time, and you're wanting to spice things up. So there's a lot of pressure and stress from from all kinds of areas. Mm. Um. Is there a way to avoid a midlife crisis? Can you uh, set out, you know, to identify certain things that may indicate the onset of a midlife crisis? And is there something that you can do to avoid it? Well, I guess because we, we you know, there isn't a, 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 how can I say, criteria to diagnose midlife crisis as such. Um, it'll be very, um, what's the word? It'll be very responsible a little bit of me to talk about it as if it is a, a psychological condition um, but maybe you know the way one lives you know the, the way one copes with life um, and and some of the coping strategies and, and, and approaches to life that one incorporates as they grow older can help one to deal with this transition um, so it I would want to say that it is more a transition um, into another space of life, another time of life, then I would want to call it a psychological condition. So, as we said, uh, the lines are open. Uh, maybe you've even seen your parents going through a midlife crisis. And, and how was that for you? What did your parent do? And, um, you know, how, how has that impacted uh, on the life that you have today? Do you think that you would be prone to doing similar things um, and knowing what your parents went through, what you've seen with them? Or perhaps even if it's not your parents, perhaps it's some other relatives, perhaps it's, you know, friends or neighbors that you have seen going through this. Because um, the uh, red Ferrari, mm. you know, the balding man with the cap and the red Ferrari, uh, you know, that seems to be like yes. the stereotype Slip, of, yes. of, of, of what a midlife crisis looks like yes. in men. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is a crisis? A crisis um, can be said to be um, something or a, a, a reaction to to a change, a reaction to, you know, an event. Um, and, and sometimes people re- react to events. Um, I mean, the thought of I'm about to die, um, I'm about to only work for the next 20 years can be frightening for some people. And, you know, I want to re- reevaluate my life. I want to drive a car that I've never driven before. So let me go for it, you know, because there isn't any much time left. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's another way of thinking yeah. about it. Um, so, I mean, I think culturally and, and, and socially we have um, termed this time of life to be a crisis and, and, and a, a time when, where we don't actually care about what other people say and we do whatever we want because, well, you know, there isn't so much anybody can tell me at the moment, you know. Mm. But, um, of course, if you are in a committed relationship, yeah. then it, it, it does make things, uh, you know, slightly more difficult, slightly more complicated, mm. because now you have to live through this with this person. And is this something that actually finishes or, or, or does it just go on 
for as long as the person feels that they need to be changing certain things in their life. Mm. You know, if 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 I if I had uh, patients and you know a couple um, in 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 the consulting room and this is what they were presenting, I would really want to look at how they've responded to this adjustment, and we would most talk about. Um, adjustment disorders or, or, or maybe a depression more than coining it a, a, a psychological condition midlife crisis. Um, because prolonged, um, you know, an adjustment that's, that's pro, a prolonged stress, um, you know, one would then need to look into psychotherapy where we would then need to see, you know, um, what are the barriers in terms of helping this person to, to do the transition. Um, and yes, it, it's very important that then the person that is in the relationship with this person, in the marriage with this person, or even family of this person may then need to, to be the support system um, and help this person. And we may also need to explain to the people living around this person in in the home, what is going on and and how they can be of help Mm. um, to this person. And then that's good to know because I think sometimes people don't know that there Mm. is help, there is support Mm. uh, that they can call upon out there. Um, But just looking at, uh, you know, what uh, people are saying about this and uh, some messages came through quite early. Uh, This one from Kate in Peter Maritzburg. Kate says, uh, midlife in men like women, they also experience a major um, hormonal level change Mm. in Mm. their middle years. But very little is said about this. So we know, you know, women will go through um, menopause and the uh, hormonal fluctuations and all sorts of things that go along with that. But men and their hormones, uh, their hormones, very little, as Kate says, is known about that because we don't talk about that. Yes, we don't talk about that. Um, We paint this men are macho, you know, men don't cry kind of societal norm and expectation. And then men then are socialized to not cry about um, you know, what's difficult for them. And I mean, I, when I say cry, I don't necessarily mean cry like crying tears, but I mean, that would be a problem too. Uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, we, but we don't encourage men in society to talk about what's difficult for them. And so we may be more aware of what women are going through because they are seen to be more emotional and they are seen to be more, you know, communicating about what's difficult for them. Um, so, you know, m- men may then maybe act out this emotional response by buying mm. this red car and and you know going all wild it may be the way of 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 can i say acting out um this transition that's difficult for them Manda was talking about the muscle tops you know suddenly this guy um one day wakes up and he goes to the gym and after a week in the gym he's wearing this muscle top yes. and 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 doing all sorts of things uh Thorny says uh, people live a lie Sakina by the time they uh, reconnect with their inner self it then manifests in a midlife crisis it's psychological that could also be true that you know i mean look we all have got I'm going to call it a thing we've we all have this thing um that we want to be accepted you know and and in in our teenagers you know we 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 want to be part of the group mm. part of the clique in high school and then um in our 20s you know we want to be seen and 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 you know I've graduated or I've got this job and and and, and by the time you settle down and you actually you know see what what your life is really about 
um, you, you get to see, you know, how much of not true you've been to yourself. Um, and because we, we do live with these um, uh, societal expectations, we want to live up to them and all the expectations that our families have on us, you know. And so, um, I mean, I can, I can in a way agree with that, that people are not always true. Um, and then by the time that they become true to themselves, um, they realize that they've actually m- sort of missed it for themselves. And that's usually when you grow older, because mm-hmm. the older you become, the less you care about yeah, what other yeah, people yeah, think. Yeah. Um, Ambrogina Twina says, I don't believe in this. Um, uh, goes on to say, um, if getting myself a sports car when my kids are done schooling is a crisis, when then is the right time for me to do that? And that's why I say, you know, can we really say um, everyone that buys uh, 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 this red Ferrari um, at 40 is having a crisis, you know, and, 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 and you know, it's, and I mentioned earlier that, you know, if, 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 if we can say that someone is going through a midlife crisis, according to literature, um, it only happens to about 10 to 20 percent of people. Um, and so it's an under-researched area, yes. Um, but I mean, when else um, can people people do that um and can we always say that someone buying ferrari is going through a midlife crisis um Mm. i think it's a it's i think it's it's sometimes what we what we um how we bully each other in society you know um because other people reach to spaces or 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 or, or a space in their life where, where we don't always um all do um and sometimes we bully each other with with terms mm and then that's why we're asking this morning, is it a real phenomenon, this midlife crisis, or do we just use it as an excuse to justify some of our urges and actions? So we'll continue with this after the break, and we'll take your calls as well on 891 The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them. And we're talking about midlife crisis this morning. Is it a real phenomenon or just an excuse to justify our actions and urges is what we're asking this morning. And we're in conversation with Neo Pule, who is a counseling psychologist and executive member of the Psychological Society of South Africa. Um, let's go to Spusiso in Newcastle. Good morning, Spusiso. Morning, Katina. Um, the two things only. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, again, um, first one, have you ever listened to yourself introducing the After Eight debate topic, uh, Sabina? I think you're doing a wonderful job. Oh, thank uh, you. It's just what, it's excellent. I'm telling you, I must tell, I'm the first one who to raise my hand and say to your employer, they must, they must give you a, a 200% increase in your salary. Just say that again, in case they missed it the first time. <laughs> They must give you a 200% increase <laughs> on your salary. Uh, so, Tina, yes. I like this topic. Um, um, this is how I would, I, would, I would analyze it. Like, actually, you are, you are walking on a narrow passage. That's just how life is. And this passage has got um, a lot of twists and turns. You are sure of that, and it's got a lot of do's and limitations, do's and don'ts, and so on. And somewhere along the way, you're going to encounter something that you don't expect. Something is going to happen when you turn a corner. And the beauty and the spice of it is that you don't know what it is. So every time you turn a corner, you don't know what you're going to encounter, but you're going to encounter. And my advice to everybody is this. 
just be cool. That's it. <laughs> End of the story. I like that. Mm. I think that's sage advice, Busiso. Mm. <laughs> no, thank you so much. And um, uh, I, I'm going to clip that when I go to my negotiations. Mm. Thank you, Busiso. Busiso calling us from Newcastle there. Um, and, and just looking at uh, what some of the listeners are saying, um, Emmanuel Twene says, yes, this is 100% real. I see a lot of older women in very, very short and tight skirts and much older men in red golf GTIs. Uh, Fanyana Dimufuke, says um, there's no worse midlife crisis than seeing a 45-year-old woman on a bike wearing jeans that are cut out to be so revealing. And Costamane says, and this is interesting, he says, this thing is a rich man's thing, this midlife crisis, Mm. because no poor man goes through this. (laughs) And Spelele says, men in midlife crisis eat their youth uh, by chatting with youngsters on networks uh, such as Mixit, and they become sugar daddies to students. So, what what what's your take on this essay to in Pretoria? Ah, uh, firstly, I think it is very unfair to say uh, people suffer from a midlife crisis, and I think it is ageist in a sense because uh, you know, like some of us grew up in rural areas for uh, our youth. Like, for example, some people would come to Johannesburg at the age of 25 uh, to find jobs and stuff. And then uh, there is that delayed uh, a time of, like, experiencing life. And some people do <laughs> find time to make up for what they've lost when they were previously disadvantaged, in a sense. So to say that someone is suffering from a midlife crisis when they're actually living their lives <laughs> on their own uh-huh. terms, uh-huh. It's actually ridiculous. <laughs> because someone, like, if you know in varsity, Sakina, uh-huh. some people would stay in residence, they would go party. Some would not even graduate. Some people get to varsity and then they become serious. They study, they get their degree. Some even go to the PhD level. They are serious and they say that I'm postponing fun to get this. <laughs> so for you to say someone is suffering from a midlife crisis <laughs> when you don't even know their history as to why they've delayed their period <laughs> of having fun, is something else, really. And it is pretty <laughs> I like 50, that. I didn't think of it that way. By the age of 50, Sakina, you'll find me a taboo dancing. <laughs> <laughs> because you've delayed. You've postponed yeah, yeah. the fun. And now you're having the fun at the age of 50. But let me read two tweets that I think respond directly to what you were talking about right there. And, um, you know, um, this one here uh, from um, Unati. And um, Unati says, midlife crisis is real because at a certain age, we realize that we are getting older and society also treats us differently. And Radio Politiki says, who is better positioned to declare a midlife crisis? Is it the person supposedly going through it or the spectators who are watching this? And I think that's a very interesting question. The Forum at 8 with Sakina Kamwendo on AM Live, turning the spotlight on the big issues and the people behind them.
And this morning we're talking about midlife crisis and we're asking, is it real or is it just an excuse to do certain outrageous things? And uh, Neo Pule is our guest this morning. And uh, Neo, I just want to read some of the messages here. Uh, Sane Sihia says, midlife crisis is a class concept and it can be indulged in by a few because most people at 40 are still working hard and not even thinking about a Ferrari. Uh, Nuku says, if I can afford to suffer a midlife crisis in my 40s, I will gladly accept it, that red Ferrari. And Jacques Cupido says, a midlife crisis is natural. How it is managed is what causes the crisis. The fear of getting old while still wanting to stay young. And um, that, of course, brings us to this concept of the naughty 40s. Mm. Is that part of the whole midlife crisis phenomenon? Isn't it that people say that uh, life begins at 40? Yeah. Um, but I don't know where you've been if life begins at 40. <laughs> if you only start living at 40, but okay, we leave it at that. Um, I mean, what is the crisis? Um, crisis can happen at any point in anyone's life, At really at any point. You can have crisis in your 20s, you can have crisis in your 30s, you can have crisis at any point. Um, and so... You know, it's, 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 I guess, in terms of what we're talking about, um, in midlife, we think that uh, between 40 and 50 is the middle point of one's life, and people then tend to be sad about the things that they didn't do before, and they then get fear about, you know, the fact that life is about to end, um, and then they go wild. Um, so, yes, maybe the, the way that people respond um, can be, can, can, you know, be that bizarre thing that 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 we notice. But I mean, crisis is natural; it happens at any point because change is 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 there all the time. But maybe let me say also that between forty and fifty, life is hectic um, because you know of the some of the things that I've mentioned earlier. You've been in a marriage for a while, and and you want to spice things up. You're getting a promotion at work, and you have more workload. Um, you have more responsibilities in terms of maybe how you get involved in the community. Um, so there's a lot of demand on a 50 to a 40 to 50 year old, but it's interesting um, that in literature, this middle point is shifting um, a little bit into the further of older 40s into the 60s, actually, and not so much as early as it was before, the way we used to read about it before. And um, let me just share some of the Facebook comments. Uh, Rosafel Jabulani Mkandawira says, Nonsense. There's no such thing as a midlife crisis. And whoever coined the term is a lunatic. No one came here to be permanent or to be wealthy or whatnot. Um, when our temporary lives expire, we must all die and go to our permanent abodes where stocks of our lives will be taken and will be held accountable by the creator. Uh, Salim Mahmoud says, A midlife crisis happens when people are un aware of what happens after death all the Hollywood references associated Mm. uh, to after death it's all fake because as a Muslim uh, we are taught that uh, this is a temporary world and the real test starts in the grave Um, our actions will be measured according to our good deeds and the belief of the Almighty so my advice is to work hard to do good leave a legacy that will assist others when you are gone attitude uh, will never be a midlife crisis because yes an opportunity to do good will always be there. And then Arnold Simpi Munati says, yes, I've just turned 40 and therefore I will intently listen to the forum. Indeed, I'm already taking stock of my life <laughs> uh, where I am in terms of progress like my finance and career and I ask myself, 
whether I've done enough to secure my fast approaching old age. I wonder, Arnold, do you have any um, inclination to do other things that maybe you feel you've missed out on uh, when you were younger? Be interesting to know that. This one says, my hubby says that they don't have, they don't have hormones, <laughs> only moans. They only have moans. They don't have hormones. So, yes. Anonymous says, I find it very uh, callous that the man can look for a new partner so soon after their wives have passed on because it seems like they are not mourning. Mm. Uh, Terence in Peter Maritzburg says, good morning. Does menopause fit into all of this? in some way. Um, and then Ismail Bayat in Coxstadt says, uh, realistically, a young person cannot afford that sports car early in life. So if he buys it later in life, all it means is that he can now afford to have it and not that he is going through a midlife crisis. This one, Unsigned says, the only thing that is moving forward is corrupt, greedy people in power uh, that run the South Africa and that steal from the working class and the innocent. I'm not sure how that fits into the midlife crisis um, uh, question, but maybe you'll tell us. And then this one says, midlife crisis is another propaganda to stereotype society. Um, another one, a midlife crisis is like saying anyone over 40 years old should be involved in youthful activities. Managing musicians, for instance, it is not only about lifestyle. And Siabonga Shange says, I call it midlife crisis, uh, the adolescence of adults. And, you know, many people, of course, are skeptical about, you know, whether this is actually a crisis. Because when you say a crisis, Mm. aren't we... uh, aren't we steering it into the realm of negativity like there's something wrong you know you ought to somehow be ashamed of the fact that you find yourself at a point where you want to do certain things where you want to experiment with other things don't people have the right to change their minds but that's what i meant by um i'll be very careful to to um coin it you know and 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 call it a crisis um it is uh, merely a, a, a time when people are, are in terms of developmental um, natural course of, 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 of stages of life, um, people are reevaluating their life um, in, in that you know time of, of, of their life during, during their 40s. They are reevaluating. They are trying to see you know what it is that, that they haven't done and, 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 and re- they are looking again at their value system and, you know, reevaluating, um, how th- their life has been. Um, it is a natural cause for people to do that at around about that time. Um, so, you know, to, to, to call it a crisis, um, I'm not sure about that. Um, and earlier on, I, I, I said I would call myself irresponsible if I did that. Um, mm. but yes, I mean, there are people who respond quite wildly. Um, to to forty, um, and and maybe that's where this term comes from. Yeah, perhaps we've internalized this yes. thing that life begins at forty. That you know you are now in your naughty forty. Yes. So it's almost like giving you a license to do certain yes. things. But I want to hear about your midlife crisis experience. Maybe you're going through one. Maybe you've seen one. Maybe you're living with someone who's going through mm. one. And 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 I want to hear all of those juicy details. <laughs> you know, share with us. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. Let's go to Bohose and Calvin. Good morning. Hi, Sakina. Welcome. Yeah, man. Sakina, really, I I don't believe in this phenomenon. You know, at 40, uh, my children were at Vazuti and uh, 
were concentrating on shaping their lives and getting them uh, ready for adulthood to start their own lives and all that. I mean, really. Uh, and when I hit about uh, um, late 50s, 60s, I, this younger brother of mine, you know, our hair started turning white. Mm. And this younger brother of mine started dyeing his hair. And I said, hey, young man, what are you doing? And uh, I left my hair. And uh, up to now, we just sat with my wife and said, we're not going to dye our hair. It reflects our age, and that's what we are, and we're not going to pretend to be young. And I find this normal. That is why I say, I I don't understand really why this... uh, Midnight. Uh, what? what Midlife crisis. Ah, uh, no, something that really doesn't <laughs> exist, man. No. Well, it's clear that you are quite comfortable, you mm. know, with uh, growing older and maturing. Some people are not. Some people have great difficulty accepting that. Some people are scared. And I, I must admit that at some point when I sit still and I'm alone with my thoughts, I get scared about growing older. Uh, Bongani in Cape Town, what's your experience been? Hi, guys. How are you? Good, Good. thanks. Good. Then I, 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 am, I, I agree with the previous caller that, I mean, this is not true. Because when we were young, we used to do things straight. So what, is, what that will be called then? But what I've noticed, I've noticed something very, very strange in, in my hometown. You know, now it's in this fast food outlet. Like KFC and and other 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 food outlets, some older people now they they don't eat meat. Normally, meat they eat bakers and chips, and then you find it very. Hold on, Bongani. What do you mean? So, what do you mean? Older people older people are not supposed to eat burgers. Yeah, but I mean, in in my in my hometown, it was like ratings before to find people eating bakers. You know. Because it said a rural area, we used to eat meat there. So nowadays they eat beggars, like cow beggars. It's uh, I was so shocked. I was, I was thinking, how? Okay, now it's it's a um, it's a new thing. It's like uh, it's a lifestyle it's changing nowadays. But yeah. I mean, it 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 it's very nice when you see those things. But what I don't like is when an older man is starting buying new cars, expensive cars, while he still has some young kids. You see, I mean, it means that he is not responsible. Because, I mean, these this kids, they still need to go to school, university. So, I mean, it seems like he don't care about the kids. It's but what if he if can afford own... it? Yeah, but, I mean, sometimes the people, they, they, they tend to afford it things. But when you, when you look in other ways, in a, when you look their lifestyle, you find that man is struggling, but he just wants to please the outside people, you know. Uh, I don't know, but oh, it's it okay. to individual. <laughs> All right, that's Bongani in Cape Town. Uh, let's go to uh, Ali, who's in Sekunda. Good morning, Ali. Hi, good morning. How are you? Well, and you? Look, um, it is uh, really something uh, in existence. Um, I'm turning 41, 42 now. Everything I used to know and everything I used to appreciate um, now is in question. Uh, but the life itself is in question um, it, by myself. And I Why? really have... Look, um, you, are, you come to realization that uh, you are going to grow 
and you strengthen of the body is going to weaken, your hair is going to change, then you self-believing and you confidence in yourself in the past will come into question and you, you, you will be like, you know, not that strong or superman and really that, that, that thing I think is in existence. Mm. So did you self-diagnose, Ali? Sorry? Did you self-diagnose? Oh, oh, will you will you repeat that? I, I'm asking, change. did you now diagnose yourself uh, that this is your problem at this point in your life? Absolutely. I, I believe <laughs> this is a serious problem. And, um, you know, I, I have a son who is now almost um, 18 and 90 years. And I, I, when I put myself in his place, you know, it's might difficult for me to imagine that I used to be like him. And I'm going to turn into a weaker person. So, um, I mean, <laughs> isn't it this a serious problem? Mm. Is there anything else that you feel like doing at this point in your life, Ali? Look, uh, you usually want to turn into um, a, something that uh, appreci- to do something that is appreciable. You want to be among wider community, doing much better thing than what you used to do. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Ali and Sakuna. Frank, you know, talking to us about where he's at, mm. what he's going through. And, and, and I think it's very interesting that Ali says he's questioning everything mm. right now. Mm. Everything is in question. Life itself is in question mm. right now. He's 41. Mm. And, and, and it's almost as if there's a switch that flicks when people turn 40. I don't know what it is. I've seen it. I've experienced it. There's definitely something that happens at that point in your life. Kalala in Cape Town, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I I, I do have two views on that sort of middle life crisis. The first one, I'm positive. It's a good because why? The nature, of the nature, we were all created to be happy to live eternally. When we start getting older, we feel bad. We are afraid that we die and we want to look younger in dressing, in what we do. That is a positive way. But the bad way is what I'm seeing. A 50-year-old is going to buy himself a skin jean and then he's wearing a sneakers, and a T-shirt, and he's changed even the steps. He's walking now, and he's changed even the name. It's like a, a name for young men. That is the waste. Or maybe you buy a sport car. Now where you find the young men and young ladies standing, you speed up, you want to behave like a young boy. That's it's really a crisis. So no, that is something but, but, that is out of the way. So you're saying 50-year-olds should not wear skinny jeans. Is that what you're saying? Skin, how is it going to look? Let's just imagine like Mr. Serena Maposa wearing a skinny jeans and a tie shirt. Just imagine. <laughs> you know, Maybe we should ask the deputy president way. to try it. Let's see what he'd look like in a nice yeah. skinny jeans and tight shirt. Yeah. Why yeah, not? Imagine. That is out of the way. But if it's like not trying to catch up life because you were poor, you did not achieve it, it's good. But what you are doing after having it, that shows that this one is sick or this one is right. Thank you. Oh, sick. I, Kalala and Cape Town, thank you. Uh, let's go to Mpumalanga, Fani in Cabo Gweni. Good morning. Morning, Sakina. You know, your, your subject makes me and my, and my wife laugh at ourselves. <laughs> what? You know, I said, Oh. Well, we never had time to 
Fanny, we're going to come back to you because we lost you somewhere there. So we'll get you on another line. In the meantime, let's go to Kwakwa uh, and speak to Thomas. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Hi, Thomas. Yes, I'm Thomas in Kwakwa. I'm a teacher by profession. Welcome. I am 44 years old. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I've missed in my life is to study law, although I'm a practicing teacher. And I'm still lonely to go back full-time to university. Is that a midlife crisis? Hi, Angaz Neo. Is it a midlife crisis? He wants to go back to varsity now. Yes, full-time studying law. That's the only thing that I've missed in my youth. I wanted to study law. I couldn't afford, and I ended up being a teacher. I mean, it's never too late to explore your dreams, is it? I don't know. I'm curious as to why you are even asking this question because in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with someone deciding they want to change their career path because, in fact, they they, they are actually at heart a a lawyer rather than a teacher. I've always wanted to be a lawyer, but I couldn't afford. And for some reason, the past three years, I had the strong feeling that I want to go and study law. But it's quite usual for people um, in their 40s to, to do a career change. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't see, to see, see it to be out of the ordinary. Let me ask this. Um, uh, do you want to go back to varsity full time because you ah we lost him there. Ah, no. I wanted to know, do you want to go back to varsity full time, go to campus because you want to immerse yourself with the young in that people. culture, mm. with young people? Mm. Is that the attraction or is, or it, is it actually it about the, the career yes, change? Yes. Because I think that would point to yes. what this is actually yes, about. Yes, yes. So, Sorry we yeah. lost you there. It's quite interesting that, that, that he's bothered by that. Um, and I would, you know, like to ask him quite a few questions like you would um, to find out actually what is really, really bothering him. But what I wanted to say, um, picking up from some of the conversation that's been going on with the callers and the comments you've been reading is that what makes us t- to see this as strange is that there are certain social norms Mm. that we have uh, made up as people to say that this is expected at this life stage and this is this will be strange outside of it you know and so that's that's what makes it strange but and so when people act outside of that norm um we, we 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 label them and 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 tag them you know to be strange and 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 maybe then in this case to be going through a midlife crisis um, and like I said earlier, it doesn't really happen to many people really in, in the strict mm. term. Um, uh, Alison in East London says, just pray that your midlife crisis and your children's adolescent problems don't, don't hit at the same time. <laughs> I feel you there, Alison. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's try and get Fanny again, uh, hopefully on a better line. Fanny? Yes, um, You know what? In my case... Yeah, I spent almost two decades in exile. I did, I did not have a chance to be a youngster or a youth of some sort. I have two daughters, 30 and 20 respectively. Now life has begun. I'm in my 60s. Life has begun. Big time. I'm so vibey. <laughs> okay, what does vibey mean? What are you doing right now, Fanny? With, 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 my, with my wife, who are traveling a lot, who are touring, doing everything, renting cars, 
you know, we're enjoying making up for the time lost. Okay, and and, and do you have children? Yes, they are the 30 and 20 respectively, daughters and granddaughters. Do you listen to the same music as them, you know? No, Are you no, going no, clubbing? No. What sort of things are you doing? With music, I'm, I'm, I'm still in old school, you know. So, so, so. <laughs> but, but now I'm traveling a lot. I'm enjoying life with my heart together. We travel a lot, a lot, a lot because we're making up for time lost. Ah, but it's just in terms of travel. So uh, you're not wearing skinny jeans, as someone was saying, you know, doing hey, things. I've, I've got the latest clothes ever you may think of. Uh, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, you know, WhatsApp. And, and, and what latest clothes are you wearing? Me? Yeah, I'm specializing with a certain brand, but I, I can't uh, uh, advertise it on radio. Okay, but skinny jeans, you rock those no, sneakers? No, 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 not skinny jeans, but it's a certain brand. Okay. Very, very popular brand. So you are with it, when are you are with it, you and your wife? And my, 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 my wife is on, on bongos, you see. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, funny. It just sounds like you enjoying life, and mm-hmm. that's fantastic. And then um, let me read a few more messages here. This one says, hello, ladies, good topic. You should invite a biologist as part mm. of evolution. In French, they call it, what is the word in French? I don't speak French. I don't want to butcher it, but there's a term here. I'm going to ask Shwe Shwe because she's studying French, so she'll come and say it for us. But thanks for that. Uh, Bert in KZN says, Every time I come home with a new expensive woodworking tool and the missus kicks up a fuss, I just shrug and claim midlife crisis. <laughs> it works fine for me. And then Avusi in Pretoria says, I'm 44 and I'm thinking of making my own aeroplane. Ish, midlife crisis. <laughs> Making an aeroplane, yeah, mm. yeah that's uh, going to take some doing. And then a few more, um, this one from Tolisa Hosa in Kailicha in Cape Town. Come to Guguletu in Cape Town, SK, and you will see the people you are talking about. Abafunitu Ukuka. And then this one says, midlife crisis is real. I can't believe you people. Uh, Marcus says, people who are going through a midlife crisis have difficulty facing their own ego problems, uh, which at this age is under threat by those coming up from behind. And they are still trying to prove that something, uh, to prove something they can't. So they use their money to do this. Uh, Tsepo in Joburg says, uh, those who are muhus in their youth wake up when they are older to make up for lost time. What a bunch of losers who usually become sugar mamas and sugar daddies. And uh, George Kama in Nigel says, Hi, Bo SK, there's so much uh, thing, uh, there's no such thing as a midlife crisis. It is delayed enjoyment due to previous economical situation and related circumstances. Neil? Interesting. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, interesting. Um, I think people... Um, like I said earlier, you know, people reevaluate their lives um, in this time when they are 40. Um, and then they want to do the things that, that they didn't do. And I mean, the previous caller was quite encouraging that, you know, he's doing this wild response with his wife. Because a lot of people um, tend to not have time for their significant others. So it's quite encouraging that 
that's that's the route that he's chosen. I think he'll have a long life marriage. All right, and just to top it off, Zolani says, if you're 50 and love GTI, go on, drive it. And if you have slim fit jeans, put them on. That is not a crisis. I guess it's, um, you know, your point of view mm-hmm. uh, from where you're coming from that will determine it. Neil, thanks so much for coming through. Thank you. Um, uh, Neil Pule, uh, our guest this morning. And to you, have a fantastic weekend. Uh, be safe. We'll be back with you on Monday. Right now, it's 9 o'clock. Kumbuzile Tabete is standing by with the news.